Tarizan, thanks for joining us on the show. It's good to see you. How is everybody? Good. Yeah, fantastic. Really Excellent. Good. Just... Excellent. On a Sunday night. All the glitches yeah. and whatever. The... Got a cup of tea. Nice. Nice. I've got a I've got a couple Dinner. of uh, what are you drinking? Uh it's empty, I've just realized. <laughs> oh, that's that's no good. Yeah, while well, you're uh, waiting for my computer to work. Well, uh, of course, uh, the year is almost over, and I don't know about you guys, but it's been a weird, wild ride this 2023. Uh, how's it been for you as a band, reflecting on all of it and your journey and where's it led to? I'll start. <laughs> We're going to do the hand raising just to make it easier for the audio. Um, it's been good in a way because we had planned on taking most of this year off to finish writing. So we spent the majority of this year writing a new EP. The singles that have been released were already recorded and ready to go. So last year, um, so all we had to do was focus on our live sound, getting a new live rig, getting the two new songs out and getting just like video clips and assets and stuff together. So that was us. Anybody else? (laughs) No, I think that pretty much sums it up. We did some shows, got a chance to kind of air out some of the new stuff we were writing, see how it goes and be able to make some changes on that, which was nice, um, and kind of take a different approach to things like the tuning and stuff like that we've been doing. So it's been a good year to kind of trial and error in a sense. Um, but, yeah, a good majority of everything has, yeah, just been writing. So that's good. And uh, yeah, no. what about you, man? This year's been a bit different for me to the other guys because I I joined the band uh, at the start of the year mm. in February, um, and Damaged and Marta were already done, um, so I was sort of coming in at, at that point. So for me, it was sort of learning learning some new material and then getting to work with Luke and Mish to write some of the new stuff that we've got now, because um, all the material that we're that we're playing live is is all is all new, because um, Luke and Mish are both absolute songwriting powerhouses. So it's just great to work with those guys, and yeah, it's been fun. So how was it learning though that material? Did you learn the old material as well? Uh some of it, yeah. Oh. Uh, just because when I when I had an audition with those guys, I wasn't quite sure what they were going to ask me to play. So I did learn mm-hmm. a couple of the um older songs as well. Um, but yeah, I yeah. So for the damaged clip, um, you know, because obviously the drums are very visual, I had to learn exactly what was being played mm. um in that song. But when we when we do them live, um you know, there's a little couple of changes, little, you know, personal personality choices that get thrown in there that are a little different, but um, for the most part, it's the same. And uh, of course, uh, how did you come to join the band? How did you meet these guys? Um, I was sitting watching TV one day and then I, for some reason, had this weird urge to check my band mix inbox um, and then had a message from Mish in there. Um, and Led into the DMs for him. Oh, I think he, I think we've lost him. I think we've lost. Oh, him. it's looking that way. Yeah, but yeah. So I did message him, and then he was actually one of the most responsive ones that responded back. And we auditioned him with um, the two new singles that are out that are that are out at the moment because um, they were unreleased at the time, and also yeah, yeah. A, a new song. 
yeah, a completely new song. We're like, we really want to hear like your take on it. So go nuts. We just sent him like everything except for the drum parts for it. And yeah, he did a great job. Awesome. And uh, yeah. you mentioned that, you know, you've written an EP and we've, we've gotten two tracks. Um, Marta, of course, deals with uh, escaping from a relationship, uh, you know, a, with a narcissist. How does that tie into the rest of the EP and what, what's to come, the themes that are tied into that? Fun story, Marta and Damage are just standalone. So the rest of the EP, like the EP is a whole new collection of works on its own with a very different sound. I would say, what would you say, Luke? It's like, it's heavier, it's more metalcore it's more breakdowns. It's got, what else would you add to it? Um, To the songs, just um, like the song separate to the EP. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. That's a tough one. I think from Martyr and Damage, where they've kind of got that alt rock metal core style vibe, the others kind of do something similar, but they're they're a bit lower. Um, there's a bit more going on at the same time. Other things are pulled back, so it's almost more mature in the sense of writing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just think they're a little bit darker, a little heavier, but still all in all kind of just emulate that that Horizon vibe that we've got going with the last two singles. So, Yeah, definitely. And themes-wise, it deals with, uh, I can't give the name away because the name is basically a beautiful Latin word for um, rebirth mm. and like coming. Google that. <laughs> yeah, Google that, yeah, <laughs> becoming your own. Um, so the themes, there's some themes in some of the songs, which I personally have never dealt with. Um, they are just written from different perspectives yep. of people, which is a new one for me, because I'm always like very much burying my soul in the songs. Um, so there's stuff that I haven't really dealt with. Um, but also like in 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 essence, it's grief, loss, um, you know, empowering yourself, coming out of toxicity and, and becoming a whole person when you're when you're in the moment of, I guess, trauma or like things that are happening around you that are out of your control, it does fragment you in, in mm. different pieces because you have to wear so many different hats all the time or in or like, you know, just to persevere and get through life because life doesn't stop even if stuff's happening. So it's kind of, it starts off very fragmented, but it comes down to become a whole person. And a very positive message throughout, even though it deals with some darker things. I never write happy stuff. <laughs> I think one of the differences lyrically that I've noticed is with those two singles, they were very, you're right, um, kind of escaping like that toxic kind of relationship vibe, the narcissism, where most of the stuff in the EP kind of has more of like a self... Um, like introspection. The, um, self-empowering vibe almost. A lot of them are still very melancholy in the kind of theme, but they're very like uplifting at the same time. And... Uh, and I think- that oh, came sorry. from the instrumentation being the same way. Like it was heavy, dark, but also uplifting at the same time. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I can't wait to hear what you guys have cooking up. And uh, what well, was mixed and mastered by Chris Blancato? Is that his Blancato? Is that how you pronounce his name? Well, he's worked yeah. with North Lane and, and Relica and uh, Vilify. Uh, and, and sonically, he just really gets this stuff. Everything I've heard from him, um, obviously, he's definitely got it down pat how was it working with him um we you go (laughs) oh i was i think it it was really good so we got all of our recording done we sent him all the stuff to master um 
and found he was very quick. He was very communicative. Communi- he communicated really well and quickly with us. Mm. So, um, yeah, um, he got back to us really quickly. It makes sucks what we thought. We've got to list together some changes, um, you know, and he was easy to work with. He communicated well. So all I think it was a pretty good experience working with them. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, so we recorded with Kaylin. From the Strange and Kaylin Austin Productions. Oh, um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we recorded with him and he did a wonderful job um, sort of co-producing the songs with us and then created a wonderful base for Chris to work off of as well. And and Chris, again, you know, he's in bands that are our influences or like has worked with them. So it was like, great, please. Yes. Make us make us sound like them. Thank you. He's a good dude. I like Kaylin. Hey, Kaylin, if you're watching this, hey, buddy, been a little while. <laughs> All hey, right. sorry. No, you're right. I think my um, I think there's some net issues around here at the moment. Yeah, something's going um, on. Something's going on. Yeah, too. I'm, uh, I'm in West End, and we've had issues a lot lately. And um, all of my stuff just went out um while I was in the middle of answering that question. But I, I assume Mish would have taken it from there because she yes. was on the other end of that story. Thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> okay. We got the we got the cans and the string, so we're okay. Um, <laughs> even, me, even as I said, man, something's going on with me out here. I don't know. It might be the fires that are mm. happening down the road. Um, yeah, well, I've just I've just had issues lately. They're actually being um, they're being sued over uh, the because of triple zero stuff. Yeah, um, people weren't able to make emergency calls um, when it went down. So there's definitely something going on just in general. Yeah, that's right. My, uh, I just live out in the middle of nowhere. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah. so I'm not we even. Don't want to go that to um, Got to go change the hamster. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll crank it up. But um, a, a, another thing is <laughs> earlier this year, Mish, uh, you were chosen to take part in Airlock Studios immersive program. Um, how was that? And and how has has that been incorporated into Horizon and, and where you guys are headed? Thank you. That is so lovely that you mentioned that because it was definitely a great way to start the year. I knew this year was going to be good, but when that came through, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely going to be good. Um, I applied for it. I definitely didn't think I would get it because this, it was, you know, huge application. I'm sure many women would like, oh, female identifying people would have liked to be in there. So, and there was only 10 female identifying people in the country that were selected. So I felt really special. Um, and we went to, Air- I don't know if you've been to the Airlock Studios, Nev, but it is stunning. Yeah, it is beautiful, amazing. right? And we had Anna Laverty, who has produced like Camp Cope, Stella Donnelly, leading the sessions, as well as um, Emily from Upsetter, which is another sick band. Um, yeah, and it, it was so great to, it was over two days, and it was so great to come together as people from different backgrounds, from different states, different age groups, and and realize we're all kind of dealing with the same sort of issues. There was a lot of talk about, um, you know, how women or female identifying people are treated in the music industry, not as and aren't taken as seriously. So there was a conversation about that and how how we can take it. And one of the whole reasons why they were putting this together is because they want more people, more women in this in the music industry behind the desk rather than you know, so um, it was quite amazing. And it was great to hear all the stories from what I took out of it was that I, it just kind of cemented my passion for music even furthermore. I was like, cool. I know I love this and this is my life, but so good to know and have that reinforced how it um, helped the band in terms of that. I've actually 
started utilizing a lot. I came home and I created all my templates for Pro Tools. That was my first thing. Great. And from then on, it's just been like minor things here and there as I'm learning. Most only on my vocals because these guys are pretty damn good at what they do on their own anyway. So yeah, so it's just been like how I can make myself record myself better and stuff mm. like that. And and just be, you know, being the biggest thing I would say that I took away from it was not being in my own head when I'm tracking vocals because it was great to see other artists being recorded and and they were doing the same things that I do. And then I really beat myself up about it. So it's like, oh, it's fine. It's just normal. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really cool to see. And, of course, uh, you played some shows this year, including uh, one or two with Orpheus Omega and Triple Kill. That would have been awesome. Uh, You know, how was it, Jim, with those dudes? Uh, It was was, – you go, Jordan. No, you go, man. You're up. Yeah, Um, it was really good. So um, I think the last time Orpheus were in Brisbane, it was about 10 years prior to that show, uh, which is funnily enough, I actually played that show too when I was in a much younger band. Uh, Um, But because I was so much younger, I didn't really talk to them. I was kind of nervous. I was like, wow, they're so cool. And um, being able to play these shows with them this time, hang out with them and stuff, they're all just such wholesome people. Like, they're all so chill, easy to talk to, really uplifting too. They're very supportive. So it was really nice to be able to do those shows with them. Um, same with the guys from Triple Kill. Everyone there was just super lovely. Yeah, and travelling together, that was really fun. Like, it really got us. We were pretty we're pretty close as it is. Like, we're like friends before we we're in a band together kind of thing. But that really cemented, I think, that we really all opened up and there was, like, no walls anymore. Nobody's, like, trying to, like, I gotta stay professional. It was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, we traveled in my car, in my little hatchback, three of us together with all of our equipment and and merch, and and twas close, but twas perfect. <laughs> what where, where else did you play? You played up here, and did you play Sydney as what well? was it? Sydney. Sydney, that's right. How was yeah. how was Sydney? I haven't been. You know, we played Frankie's. Was it last year? <laughs> oh man, oh, so, I miss. Frankie's. It's gone, sadly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we played at Crowbar, which was like amazing because it's been, you know, Brisbane Crowbar. I've been missing that, so that was lovely. Yeah. Uh, Crowbar in Sydney is such a huge sound. Yeah, uh, apples and oranges. Um, the sound was absolutely huge. The sound guy Fab was absolutely amazing. Um, so lovely, and yeah, we sounded awesome. Everyone sounded awesome in Sydney, actually. Yeah. It mm. used to be the bald faced stag, right? That's what it used to be. Maybe I'm not sure. Because I played there uh, like a decade ago, and um, that was that was amazing. It was like a little mini festival thing that happened. Who was that with? Gotcha. I can't remember. See, I'm getting old, but I just remember it was really cool, and I haven't been back since. But I'm keen to get down there. So I'm going to take your recommendation. Um, what's what's going on with the new year? Have you guys got plans to hit the road again? Yeah. Yes. So the start of the new year, we're going to record the mm-hmm. EP because it's it's done. We've in fact it was it's been done so many times where Luke is pulling you know putting out these better and better songs. So we like, yes, some something else is being deleted. Let's rewrite it. Um. So so it's finally like done. Um. So we're going to be recording. We have a show in Feb. That's a Brizzy show with an interstate band, and that's going to be announced 
soon sometime this month keep an eye on our page and then it's yeah then it's like we want to play a bunch of interstate shows and finish our like assets for the next cp and potentially release it next year or start of the following year you know it takes bloody long and it's expensive so you gotta like stage it all oh i know i know all about it we're halfway through the video clip right now (laughs) it's like feels Oh, I know. In this day and age, in this day and age, with, with everything being so expensive, you're like, cool, let me just work, you know, 70,000 hours a week. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, hey, that's what happens. We were, we, Love it. We were filming until like 1.30 in the morning or something the other morning. It was brutal. Damn. <laughs> things we do for yeah. Things we do for Guess Gets rough. Gets to a point where you're going to put that shot of espresso into your Red Bull. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. I need an espresso in the morning just for the energy to make the second coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah. Well, that's super. Uh, I'm exciting. still right. My, uh, so, uh, I'm fine with the first coffee. My knees don't crack when I get out of bed yet. <laughs> Mine do. Funny enough. Yeah, you're under <laughs> you're under thirty, mate. That's why. Yeah. Wait until you get on the other side. You will need coffee for your knees. Ah, <laughs> uh, my everything cracks when I do anything. <laughs> Mate, that's that. I I feel that. I feel that. That's for sure. But uh, hey, Horizon, thanks again for joining us on the show. We will have all the links down here in the show notes and on the website. Uh, take care. We'll hopefully see you on the Gold Coast very very soon again. And uh, stay in touch. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Appreciate man. Thanks it. for having us. Thanks, Love man. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah.